Hello and welcome to another DJ Force 10 in Conversation podcast, episode 134. My special guests on today's show are Switzerland's very own Hubris. Um, I speak to Nathan and Jonathan specifically during this show. Uh, they've got an album out called, um, let me go, get this right, Metempsychosis. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not easy to pronounce some of their names of their songs, which you hear in the uh, interview. I do struggle with, but um, no, it's a great chat. Absolutely fantastic album. If you love your sort of like post rock, um, kind of like instrumental, like atmospheric, epic kind of sounding songs, uh, go check them out. It, it absolutely like like distracted me, if that makes sense. Um, I, I like got through their entire album and it was just amazing. It was a great, it's just great to kind of like, not just so much phase out to, but it kind of, it gave like, I was, I was painting my like little miniature figures at the time and stuff. And the time just flew by. Um, and this soundtrack was absolutely amazing. So do go check it out. Honestly, stop this now, go check it out. Come back to the interview later if you, if you like it. Um, but yeah, go check it out on your streaming sort of, uh, platform of choice, if you will. It's available on all of them. Um, but yeah, uh, like I said, they got that album out. So do, uh, do go listen to it. Honestly, if you love post-rock, you love it. And I've had a few post-rock bands on here and that sort of like scene of music is absolutely magnificent. I love it. I love it. Um, but yeah, thank you to everyone. We're kind of, where are we now? We're Wednesday. Um, uh, from this week, uh, Mike and Ming, uh, on the show on Monday, which was great from the comic book men. Um, yesterday we had bloodhounds, uh, straight out of the sort of Hampshire area of the UK. Uh, now we're going across to Europe. So we're kind of like, spanning the world during my uh my podcast here and we've got a few more countries we're gonna hit uh got a few more interviews lined up um some great ones to be honest with you gonna go back to america hitting germany um various parts of england as well so you know um we hit france as well last week uh and the week before that as well so we're, we're trying to get to uh i'm trying to try to, my, my aim is to hit as many cities or or countries around the world um with my podcast just to sort of like you know give the exposure that's due but um all the music that i feature on this is music that uh, i am i am listening to and enjoying uh which is which is absolutely um that's what's amazing about this this is just like there's so much this like this time downtime that we've got it's just giving me so much time to discover music so between the bits and stuff i'm doing for work and everything and 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 doing for the family it's just been it's been great to actually just sort of have this time to really not so much focus on the music but just have the opportunity to listen to it because i'm in quite a fortunate position where i get sent a lot of music every day and and to be honest with you not all of it i can listen to um just purely on the basis of time and by the time i get to it it's usually too late to to promote it in any way but like having this time right now i'm 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 really utilizing it in trying to get um like into sort of like like new music i so i go into the sort of like classic not say classic artists like you know well-established artists that are around at the moment but also new bands you know obviously they're being affected by this 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 um pandemic that they can't go out and promote their music so they're here they're talking to me uh to promote that and and we 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 cover a span of things during a lot of these conversations not just the music but we really sort of delve deep and i hope you guys are enjoying it because i'm 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 really enjoying it and uh and and i guess you know what comes secondary is 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 the sort of like 
the the sort of just sort of having someone to speak to <laughs> not that i don't speak to my family or anything don't get me wrong um but you know having someone outside and and sort of like it it, it helps on a mental health level uh which is absolutely uh, amazing um it's been great for me just to sort of like dip in and out um I say dip in and out but you know just kind of go in and out of these things um just so we can have a chat about something completely different um than than you know what's for dinner tonight what classes do we have today and all that kind of good stuff and then all the sort of work shenanigans around that as well but um yeah um <laughs> i just want to say thank you again guys for listening um i know that people are out there they are listening i am getting like notifications that the show is being downloaded and stuff like that um but yeah just, just the midweek cry to to get some um ratings and stuff if you guys wouldn't mind just sort of throwing in a a, a, um, a rating on your podcast platform of choice spotify apple google youtube all that kind of stuff just you know thumbs up or whatever the, the rating system is that helps each and every one of these bands get a little bit like little few a few more ears to listen to them um because obviously i don't feature music on this show so it is about the person it's not just about like the the, the music that they're making it's it's about the person that that's behind it that's creating it and that's the kind of like um feeling i want to get with it so i hope you guys are ready for this um i really enjoyed this interview this is hubris uh this is nathan and jonathan enjoy my show today i've got nathan and jonathan from the band hubris welcome guys thank you <laughs> that's about as professional as i go from there so um so how, how are you guys doing today we're yeah, great we're yeah. Good, yeah yeah we're great been confined at home for the past uh two months or so and uh, we spent a lot a lot of time together of course like composing doing doing uh, anything we can at home and whatnot yeah being productive yes excellent well that's that's important in these times you have to keep yourself productive during this because otherwise you go a little crazy a little stir crazy so you start demanding to go out and saying it's all a government lie um <laughs> um but yeah i mean are you guys are over in uh you're over in switzerland or are you yes sure. yeah, yeah yeah and uh how is it over there with this whole thing so yeah um People are taking it seriously, but now they're they're kind of um, releasing us back in the wild a little bit. So okay. they're, they're being, yeah. So they're trying to open up the schools next week again, and they're going to see how it goes from then on. But yeah, we don't know how it's going to uh, what's going to happen. It's yeah. probably uh, there's probably going to be a second wave or something of, of the virus coming, and then mm. we're going to close everything uh, back again. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see how it goes um but yeah we're here to talk about your band uh hubris today um and uh yeah you guys have got an album out i'm gonna try and pronounce this along with a few of your names that you've got for stuff but i'm gonna give this a go metempsychosis yeah right fantastic That's English about- <laughs> <laughs> um and i'll try and pronounce some of the songs off the uh off the album in a moment because i did like a few of them um thank you uh is it daedalus yeah. and uh happiest yeah 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 those were two of the sort of tracks that i really dug off that but the whole the whole experience was quite amazing to be honest as well i was very keen to kind of get this interview hooked up and everything because i really really like 
your music. Thanks. Thanks so much. Um, and uh, yeah, no, it's been helping me sort of do stuff. I've been doing a lot of painting, a lot of sort of like chores, housework, and all that kind of stuff. And it's just totally distracted that part of my mind that would normally <laughs> sort of like say I can't be bothered to do this painting or anything like that. So from my family's sake that's great as well so. <laughs> but no re- really enjoyed it um yeah so uh basically what i wanted to just get get a sort of bit of background on you guys like where you come from how long you've been going for and stuff like that um so yeah who wants to take that one who's uh what sort of um you know the foundations of your band yeah so uh we started in 2014 i think mm-hmm. 15 uh so hubris uh was born after uh, No Way to Escape. That was uh, a metal band uh, we were all playing. So Joe, me, and uh, another guitar player, Corentin um, Wicht. And then uh, at the end, we wanted to change the music style, and we finally decided to change the, the band as well. So we started to to improvise and try some new ideas. And, uh, yeah, that's how... Um, we started to play post-rock, basically. Okay. And, uh, yeah, so we spent, like, one year just jamming around, trying some new ideas, and we finally composed the, the first album uh, called um, Immersion. Mm. And then uh, after that, we moved to the second one called uh, Apocrypha Gravity. And then uh, we played a few shows, but stop playing because we had like a lot of struggles in the band <laughs> okay yeah, a lot of bad things happened so yeah we stayed like uh can we say off yeah during two years and then last year um so jonathan uh contacted me saying hey man um the album went well on youtube so we had like around five hundred thousand views and he's like fuck why why we don't uh make some music again and yeah, yeah so we we started to make the third one, so momentum uh, psychosis, and yeah, uh, and then we everything moved uh, like really fast. So we composed this album in two months, and then uh, booked some tours, and yeah, nice. since last year things yeah went really well. I think <laughs> cool, excellent. No, that's cool. So what what would you say, guys, the band? What are you sort of influences like? Because going from metal to sort of post rock is quite a jump generally um wh- where would you say the sort of like influence like because i hear a lot of um i hear uh basically i mean a lot of sort of instrumental post-rock bands like mugwai and um public service broadcasting stuff like that over here um where, where does where do your sort of influences lie so at first it didn't really lie it didn't really lie in post-rock at all because we didn't even know it existed really okay so we discovered it after some people told us oh what you're playing is post-rock and we're like oh we didn't know it had a name, and then and then we discovered like it was a, a gigantic world of so many bands, and we're like, oh my god, I, yeah, I, I guess it's it's a thing. Mm. But yeah, at first it was mainly what we loved the most. The other guitar player and, and I was the contortionist. The first album, when the first album came out, we were really influenced by that. So the, the mix between metal and post rock, I guess, yeah. was some a bit ambient. And so that's what we were trying to go for with the metal band. And one day we were. Yeah, we just wondered why don't we play only the the ambient stuff because it's really cool and we love that better than the metal part. So we started, um, I don't know, like jamming around with ideas like this, not really knowing if any other bands played anything like this, and yeah. and yeah, 
few few months later, we discovered this huge world and were overwhelmed with how many bad <laughs> style. Yeah, no, that's I mean, it's quite cool. I mean, I, I sort of, um, in my household, uh, I've had a few actually recently, a few sort of like post-rock bands on the show, which has been quite good. But I sort of like, um, where I sort of came from, what I love the sort of like instrumental music. Um, I grew up in a house of like my dad listening to things like The Shadows and stuff like that, which was sort of very sort of like early on sort of 60s, 70s guitar music, but with no vocals, yeah. which is always very like strange. But then going into sort of like, I've always loved like ambient um like electronic music as well so a lot of like sort of um the sort of mellow stuff from aphex twin and and uh, underworld and stuff like that um but yeah no i was was just like i love that whole sort of movement of like the post-rock or the whole genre i should say um of that sound and you guys are like one of one of the ones up the top there for myself because it 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 takes a lot for me to be kind of like taken away from where i'm at so kudos on that front it sounds like i'm kissing your ass a lot with it but i really enjoy the album so i'm just i'm gonna tell everyone it's great um but let's talk about the album if that's all right um i'm gonna try and uh, pronounce this again metempsychosis um (laughs) i think i'm doing all right um but yeah um what can you tell us about that when did it come out so it came out this march march 13th yeah (laughs) yeah and uh so we were we were about to release it live uh in freeborg and uh that day, it's when all the lockdown regulations came out. Yeah. So, at, like at one PM, we didn't even know if we were going to play that show, and we still tr- were trying to keep our our fans updated, like just to say, oh, the show's still going on. And then, literally two hours after that, we received like the news that we had to cancel the, the whole yeah. thing. Wow. But we still released the album because it was it was there. Yeah. So we're just going to keep it for ourselves for for. However, this virus can last anyway. <laughs> so, I mean, obviously, you've already kind of gone like through how it affected you because obviously your album came out bang on 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 when this thing was kind of when it, when lockdown was announced. But uh, what have you kind of done to kind of like uh, keep a momentum going? Think obviously, you know, things like this. You're doing interviews and stuff. What else are you doing? <clears throat> Excuse me. We try the live sessions. Like um, we all record ourselves playing the, the songs at home, yeah, and then put a video together of of, of us all possible playing the songs um uh, obviously since we can't play shows i we guess it's a good time to start composing mm. our songs and uh, that's why we've we've tried to to yeah compose produce and everything um so i could do a lot of work about the fourth album and see how it goes because it's always good to have music that's already done yeah like way in advance and and then you can worry about other stuff like management and all that mm. yeah and we recorded the uh... So the, the release show, we actually recorded the, uh, the entire show with uh, multiple cams and the audio as well. So we released one song, the Hippius. Mm-hmm. That's the the live take, and we might release one more. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Nice. So yeah. Cool. Excellent. Well, um, what what are your sort of guys? If you've got anything sort of settled down, I don't know. But what are your sort of like post pandemic plans? Um tour as much as possible i guess <laughs> but it's just it's so tricky you know because because once all of this is going to be over there's a there's probably going to be a lot of people scared to just go to a, like a big gathering yeah um i mean not that we draw that that big of an audience anyway but it's still it still is kind of in, ingrained in people now you know if, if, you, if you have a release party and you're expecting a thousand people 
is really gonna is really a thousand people gonna show up thinking oh we're all gonna be packed in in, in one tiny room after the virus is is um, not even disappeared probably so yeah. yeah probably gonna be tricky but yeah we're gonna try to tour as yeah, much yeah. as possible it's not it's not easy to book sh- tours now because you need at least like six months to yeah to tour and all the venues they they have, they they keep saying the same thing it's they say we don't know if we can like book, book a show because yeah the, the, the venues might not be open in six months or mm-hmm. maybe even next year yeah. we, we still don't really know what's going on so it's not it's not easy no no i was just just curious to sort of see what people are going because i've had a few bands that have kind of announced tours like later in the year we're talking like november december time i've had bands that that were due to sort of hit a lot of festivals um, that have now officially all been cancelled. So, yeah. which started with like Download Festival here and, and literally today Bloodstock Festival, uh, which is the other sort of big metal fest here, um, has just announced that it's postponed until next year now. Um, I'm just curious to see what bands are doing, if they are if they are making sort of significant plans for a certain time and then seeing what happens or or they're just sort of like just waiting to see what happens. It's difficult. I think most bands are just waiting and like just waiting to see what's going to happen in the next few months. And uh, because that's the safest bet, you, you, if you just like spend a month organizing a whole tour just for it to be cancelled, yeah. it just sucks. And then you spend all that time doing it. I mean, it's not the, the work is not lost because you can always reschedule the tour a bit later. But it's just uh, a lot of you know organizing and planning for for nothing. Yeah. So. So this is kind of a big question for you, but what, what, how do you think this will change things, like going forward, like like on the, in the music scene, not generally in life, but like for the music scene that you guys are involved in, or, or over the years that you've been involved in, what what sort of changes do you foresee? It's a hard question. Uh, it is. <laughs> it is. Uh, I feel like people might uh, make more like videos and live live streams. Mm. Uh, I mean, if the, the virus stays longer, people are gonna have to to find ways to uh, play music live, but uh, like on the internet. Or yeah, I don't know how, how people are gonna find another way to yeah to show the music, uh, except like yeah, releasing stuff on Spotify and YouTube. Yeah, it's it's weird because there's not there's no other way to to play live music than playing live i mean yeah it's weird <laughs> yeah there's probably going to be a, a kind of a peak in in musicians uh using twitch or, or live stream platforms like this um in the in the next couple of months or something but but does it does it really um affect people the same way it does it if you actually see them in, in person mm. it's just uh i don't know yeah it's really yeah. Yeah. No. Sorry. It was just a question that just came to my mind. I was just like, it wasn't one of my loaded questions. So I was like, <laughs> <laughs> um, but no. I mean, I can foresee it being very weird. I mean, a lot of bands, like you said, doing like like yourselves, have done like uh, sort of streams of of tracks you're sort of playing live, and and even myself, I've done a live DJ set already. You know, just to sort of like test the waters on that, and I did that via uh, Twitch. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it, it went fine. You know, I DJed for a couple of hours. It was about it. You know, it wasn't it wasn't like uh, a massive thing, but it was very very different from like you say from playing live because you're not feeding off anything. You've got a chat room, but it's difficult to feed off that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it was, I was just curious to see like if you had any kind of like thoughts on on how this would change anything. But it's it, I mean, it's a difficult question anyway on that front. It was 
just something off the top of my head but um back to you got your guys album um <laughs> kind of got derailed there um but yeah back to you guys album i mean it's six tracks but the tracks are um very long yeah <laughs> um you got a couple of sort of like over 10 minute tracks on there which it's the kind of stuff i like and it's it's very um um uh it's just very immersive so what what sort of like um when you come to um planning say um your live show or anything because obviously you've got some tracks that are quite hefty and loaded what 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 goes through your process of 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 like picking certain tracks funny because we literally was <laughs> talking about this like <laughs> how are we going to arrange all the uh, arrange the playlist uh, trying to fit as much as the new album as possible but still keeping the, the old songs as well yes yeah. It's weird because usually festivals, they ask you to play 45 minutes, not 42 or 47. Yeah. And the answer is usually, yeah, but we, we, we're, not, we're only, only going to play maybe four songs, but one is 12 minutes, another one is 10 minutes. So it's, it's, it's kind of tricky to make like a good set list and to stick to the, the time the, the venues or festival uh, give you. <laughs> Yeah, usually what we do typically in two of the songs uh, from the previous album, Apocryphal Gravity, we we cut out a tiny bit at the end, just uh, because we realised actually that live it's not as effective uh, to have like a long ambient part at the end of the song. Yeah. People, uh, like people's attention tend to withdraw a little bit, and we've we've got this from from feedback from people. They said, "Oh yeah, it, it was good, but a bit too ambient or something for people that didn't." I usually listen to post rock, so yeah, we cut uh, cut off a little bit at the end for some songs, so we can fit a bit more. But then, yeah, you, you can't cut four minutes of your song anyway, so it's uh, yeah. it's definitely a four or five tracks max type of set list. Yeah. <laughs> how do you pick the tracks? I mean, like, because you've got obviously you've got three albums worth. Yeah. You know, what what sort of ones do you prioritize? Obviously, at the moment, if you if we were playing out, you'd be sort of prioritizing the new album. Um, but when yeah. you come to sort of play the sort of like, you know, the sort of, um, you know, the, the, the sort of like picks from all three, what, what sort of like process do you go through? Do you just like take one from each and then a couple from the new one? Or is there a sort of more of a, you got any tracks that are more popular than others? Yeah. I mean, definitely Apocryphal Gravity was kind of a, a hit on, on, uh, YouTube. So yeah, we prioritized this album over anything, but now that the new one came out, we kind of kind of want to force people into listening it, <laughs> listening to it. So, yeah, we're probably going to, for the next shows, we're probably going to integrate three songs from the new one and two of the previous ones, or at least two of the new one and two of the previous ones. Mm. And, uh, but, yeah, Immersion, we haven't played it for, for a really long time. Anyway, Four years. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We don't, we, we, uh, I mean, we don't remember how to play this album. Fair enough, yeah. yes. <laughs> and also because it doesn't feel... Um, yeah, it doesn't feel right in a way anymore yeah, because okay. it's so long and it's and you know we've we've added a lot of electronica in our in our music and and that's really something that we dig. Yeah. And the fact that it's missing in the previous in the first album, it it kind of throws up. Yeah. Uh, throws us off. So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say the, the electronica stuff in your in your in your music is great as well because it's another sort of passion of mine. Is is sort of. Like I said earlier, the sort of like ambient, like dance music or electronic music, as well as sort of like general sort of like you know drum and bass, like bass music stuff like that. Um, so what where does that infusion come in? What was the sort of like um like you know 
where do you get your sort of influence on that side of things? Uh, I think uh, it's because uh, of Jade, uh, the bass player. I mean, the now, now he's not playing in Hebrews anymore, but uh, when we were working on uh, the second album, so Apocrypha Gravity, mm. um, he was like, yeah, we should try to add some synths and stuff because he, he's a DJ and he, he liked to to compose songs like EDM songs and stuff like that. And the first time he, he, he asked me to, to to give it a try, I was like, no, no, that's bullshit. I, I don't don't want to have <laughs> stuff on, on, on this type of music, even if I have like a lot of respect for EDM and music like that. And then he, he tried like just one one short section, like one minute. Uh, he added synths and basses and stuff. And yeah, we were like, what the fuck is this? That's way <laughs> too good. So we... <laughs> We finally decided to to yeah ask Jay, so the bass player, to kind of arrange and add all these synths on on the yeah the entire album. And nice. then uh, so last year he left the band, and for the the last one I did all all the synths. So the mm-hmm. called yeah, it's more like arrangements, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, that's really cool. I like. I mean, I like that kind of infusion of of, of genres and sounds. It's it's great. <laughs> Um, so I've got uh, a couple of questions left for you guys. I can let you sort of get on for the rest of your day if that's all right. Um, so this, these ones, this, these questions are aimed at both of you, but separately. Um, what I want to find out is your, um, three top albums that have influenced you to become the musician that you are. So I'm talking about the ones that kind of made you want to pick up a guitar, made you want to play, made you want to sing, stuff like that. What, what, what albums would those be? Um, (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's, it's tough to, to choose three albums, but I would I would definitely there's definitely Rage Against the Machine, Rage Against the Machine, like self title album. Nice in that. That's for sure. It's like a like one of the biggest influence ever. Yeah. Then, uh, but if I if I just said like rock or metal stuff, it wouldn't just like um I don't, I don't know pay tribute to to all the music that I've. All the stars that I've listened to throughout my year. What about my... ones that kind of like when you first heard it, it kind of like really kind of like it doesn't have to be like their best album. It's just like the album that really kind of like got you into that sort of genre of music. Um, probably um, uh, it's um, Dafir Yusuf. He's an um, an oud player from Tunisia. He's oh, it's uh, not his last album. The one before the one of Beauty and Odd. That, that was definitely a big, big influence on my playing. Cool. Even though there's no there's no guitar in the album, it's just it's yeah like a jazz quartet and yeah. it's so amazing. And of course, like I, I cite it every time. It's just the best band ever. It's Espion Svensson Trio. Mm-hmm. So it's a it's a pianist from Sweden and he's just he's just the best. And yeah, for for many years he was like basically the only person I was listening to. Nice. <laughs> cool. Next. <laughs> so I'd say uh, John Hopkins. I think he's from from England. Oh. He's like uh, yeah, a piano player, but he's making a lot of electronic stuff as well. So he's like one of the main guy that put me into electronic music. So yeah, cool. Would say him and yeah, uh, Moderat. I'm not sure if you know that band. It's uh, the guys from uh, Berlin, so okay. it's a mix between uh, Mod Selector and Apparat, okay. so it's Moderat. <laughs> yeah. 
And yeah, it's it's electronic music too. But yeah, that type of music really uh, influenced me uh, for the for the Hebrew stuff. And yeah, I think that's it. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Cool. No, I just like to ask these questions. I like to go back and listen to some like albums that people have like been influenced by um in their sort of like musical career and stuff like that but no though i'm gonna go check out all those out um obviously i've heard rage against the machine but the other ones i haven't heard i don't think so <laughs> i'm gonna give that a listen and see see where that goes um but finally um what are your guys hobbies away from music so when you're not uh doing anything hubris wise what do you guys do i love i love climbing not like a, with a rope or anything but it's uh called Via Ferrata. Yeah. It's basically going up a mountain. It's, it's basically going up a ladder, but the ladder is like stuck inside a mountain. So Okay. There are many like ways and paths in, in Switzerland. And yeah, nice. I really like doing it. So hiking, trekking, doing all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Again, outside. Yeah, same for me. Uh, just going in the mountains and walking, yeah, sleep under a tent and just chill. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah, definitely sharing a beer with some friends next yeah. to a lake. There's there's you can't get any any better than this anyway. <laughs> no. No, I'm I'm very jealous of the the area you live in because of that. Cuz where I'm in England it's very flat and it's very boring. Um but I got I got up to I've gone up to Scotland a few times and sort of spent some time in the Highlands up there, which is, you know, quite nice. I lived in the States for a while, so we kind of went to a few things there. Um but yeah, no, uh Switzerland's definitely on my list to travel too soon so <laughs> once we're allowed to cool yeah yeah <laughs> cool well nathan jonathan thank you very much for your time guys i really appreciate it good luck with everything outside of the the pandemic as much as you can be i hope the album is sort of like doing you well and everything because it is a good album uh like i said it's it's been on my playlist constantly and it's been occupying my brain which is great so <laughs> but yeah no thank you very much guys um have a good rest of your day yeah, yeah you too. too take care hope you're well